Friends in Philadelphia, and uh, lovely Tuesday morning. This week, our Derech Hashem weeks, our Derech Hashem week begins Tuesday morning. The day of the double measure of delight. And we're at the end of the third parak of the third chalik of Derech Hashem, with his introductory parak on prophecy, on Nevoah, Nevoah rather. So that means we're in Chalik Gimel, Parak Gimel, Simon Vav. Vav, a longish, Simon, a longish uh, paragraph over here that wraps up this parak. And the Ramchal has been giving us the ins and outs of Nevoah, and we saw that Nevoah doesn't really mean prophecy. Nevoah is rather the state in which a Navi receives prophecy, and Nevoah is the state where a human being, a Yid, is able to have oneness, connectedness, togetherness, and Zvekos with the infinite while he's alive, which is something that really uh, defies the laws of creation, the, lo- the laws of nature, and yet that's what Nevoah is. He is at one with Hashem, and we saw last week that even when he's at one with Hashem, that comes with a, a uh, you know, a catch, a certain limitation. He's at one with Hashem as Hashem is focused through lenses, focused through the relays of the, the malachim that uh, have these lenses, because lo yirani adam vachai, person can't really have real dveikas while he is alive with Hakadosh Baruch Hu because he is still too much in opposition to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. He's contradictory to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so it has to be through these lenses, and these lenses can have uh, different degrees of clarity or or interference, and there can be different. Uh, uh, amounts of lenses that Hashem's essence and light, lichtekeit, or has to be relayed through until it comes to a point, until it's diminished sufficiently to a point that the Navi can have Vegas with it. But even through the lenses, these the Aspaklaris, the Chazal always referred to, that's a way of stepping down the voltage, of, of lowering the amplitude and, and the power to a degree that the Navi can have Vegas with that. But even after that, the Navi is still having Vegas with. Oiroi ain't soif, or ain't soif, or the Oroyus Baruch, the Oiris of Hashem himself, just step down through these transformers, the step down transformers. So now the Ramachal is going to wrap up with an interesting description of what this prophetic experience looks like. What, what does Navua look like? If we would be standing there and we would witness a Navua, a Navi receiving Navua in this state of consonance, the state of bonding with God, what does that look like and what's going on during that state? So, Vihine, Vav. When Hashem reveals Himself and Hashem is radiating Himself to this Navi, His energy, His power, His, his illumination, His light, to the, in connecting to the Navi, allowing the Navi to connect to Hashem, that is the state of Nevuah, connecting to Hashem Himself, again, even through the lenses, but you're still connecting to Hashem Himself. That's a very overpowering, overwhelming experience for the recipient. The Navi... Is, is overpowered by it. Umiyad, and really overpowered, physically overpowered. His body and all of his limbs and his, his, uh, his, his, his functioning down here trembles, shakes, and convulse, convulses. The prophet goes into, the Navi goes into, into convulsions and, and some seizures look like seizures. Collapses. Why does that happen? A Navi receives Nevoah, he will convulse, he will he'll experience seizures, that's what we'll see down here. 
That is because of the laws of nature, the laws of creation that Hashem has created creation with, that physicality can't tolerate, can't handle, can't handle spirituality. Can't handle it. Doesn't have a place to put it. Doesn't have a way to process it, to channel it. Excuse me, Gilui Kvoida Yisborach. All the more so when there's not just a revelation of spirituality, a spiritual experience when it's Hashem Himself. So Amchal just said something amazing and something insightful. Um, if we would see a Navi receiving a book, again, that we would see seizures, we'd see his eyes rolling up, he w- we would see him collapsing on the ground. He wouldn't, you know, be there like, oh, one, sec- one moment, guys, one, one second. I'm um, receiving a prophecy right now from God. Give me a moment. Aha, okay, so I'm going to tell you who's uh, what the winning lottery number is going to be today. No, that's not, it never happens. Someone receives a, 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 a Navua, a Navi goes into the state of Navua, it's a catatonic, catalytic, uh, 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 epileptic, epto, epileptic, catatonic state. We see seizures, we see convulsing, we would see him go into that type of experience. And that's because he is in, in his lifetime, in his. Um, as he's still alive, as his feet are still planted on the ground, this is upper neshama. It's connected to the lower nefesh, which is connected to his guf, which goes all the way down to his feet. Even in that existence, he is being misdabbed with 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 oiray and sof soif, with with oiray is barach hakosh baruch himself. Even as he is physically alive and his heart is physically beating and he's connected to physical existence, and physicality is unable to handle spirituality. It can't. It has nothing. Can't process it, can't channel it, but it's connected to that experience because I'm having that experience while I'm still alive, while I'm still connected to this body. So that body is part of the experience, but the body can't handle the experience. It's not built for Ruchnius. Why is it not built for Ruchnius? Well, first of all, what would be a good dogma Ludover? Is Rahman al Islam is someone gets struck by lightning. And the body can handle small amounts of electricity. But powerful electricity, the body can't handle that. The body has no way of channeling that or processing that. No, there are there are things that Hashem made that can tolerate electricity, that that uh, work with electricity. Even there's some living things that can do that. Um, different compounds that can do that. But the human body is not designed to tolerate electricity. We have nothing. We can't channel. We can't process it. It it it, it really it's destructive. It's destructive. Physicality, as well, can't tolerate or handle spirituality. Has nowhere to process it. Nowhere to put it. And the reason why that's the case is because, again, of the opposition, of the stira. The, the, the ruchnius and gashmius are stiras, there's, there's a physical conflict, a, 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 a metaphysical, a, a existential conflict, a conflict between chaymrius and, and, and ruchnius, between corporeality, physicality, and spirituality. There is a conflict, and that conflict doesn't allow the body to handle that. There's a conflict between me and, and how many volts are in a bolt of lightning? 1.21 gigawatts. That's how many are in a bolt of lightning. But anyway, there's there's quite a lot of volts, of uh, gigawatts, in a bolt of lightning. The body can't handle it. It, it, it. There's a conflict over there. There's a conflict. So the same exact thing is going on with physicality and spirituality, there's a latent conflict. There is no physicality really by Hashem. There is no physicality in Ruchnis, and certainly by Hashem, 
So my physicality is in conflict with that. My physicality can't handle that part of the experience. So my physicality goes haywire. It goes haywire. It goes berserk. That's the convulsions. That's the, 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 the uh, seizures. That's the body trembling and shaking. Because the body goes berserk. It can't handle it because it is misnaged to it. Okay, everybody understand that? Very important concept. Um, so it's not, not, not even that I can't handle it. It's that I'm in opposition to it. I, I'm a, it's a stira zelazet. Kolshka, yeah, vihine, hargeshoisov, yivutlu. A person's uh, senses and our perception of our surroundings when we are in a state of nevuah are deactivated. person loses touch, loses, loses the, um, the uh, ability... <laughs> to sensate and perceive his surroundings. And that's also, again, for the same reason. Why does a person lose touch with his surroundings? Because your surroundings, you're surrounded by what? What are we surrounded by? What are we surrounded by? Alarms. Alarms, yes. Material. We're surrounded by, that's right, physicality, right? This is physicality. We're surrounded by physicality. Right? Smell the coffee, taste the coffee, see the coffee, we hear the coffee, we see the coffee. All the senses. We're surrounded by physicality, which gives us sensory input. Um, all of that is also deactivated when the Navi enters the state of Nivua, because he's entering a realm of, of spirituality, spiritual experience. He can't have contact with the physicality. And to the degree, look what he says also interesting. Um, the activities, even of the lower soul, are no longer active on their own. The lower soul's activities are no longer self-operating, self-regulating. Even the activities of the lower soul are now being powered and directed by the power that he's receiving from God. What does he mean? He means that in the state of Nevuah, the Navi is kept alive by the power he's receiving from God. That lightning bolt is actually keeping him alive right now. That lightning bolt of spirituality that is keeping him, that, that is giving him this experience, that is his upper soul is clinging to, is bonding with, is in fact, during the state of the, of the experience, is also keeping him alive. That's what he means by Pu'lah, so have nafshiyos. He's talking about the lower nefesh, he's talking about the activities down here, his heart beating, his, his uh, brain still functioning, his organs working, his liver filtering, all the things that his organs are supposed to be doing, just his basic life down here, his vital signs are kept going now by the shefa, the power that he's receiving from God. Now, why is that? Why is that? The answer is because during a state of Nevoah, the Navi should die. He should die because he's bonding with God, which is something, as we keep saying, we keep returning. This is the basic point that goes through all of the discussions of Nevoah. something that's really impossible. He's pulling off the unpullable. He's achieving the unachievable. He's accomplishing the unaccomplishable. He's doing something which is a, a direct, blatant contradiction in terms that while he's alive, he's able to bond with something that is a 
is contradictory to a physical existence. And yet, HaKadosh Baruch is letting him do it anyway. Yes, albeit through these, these lenses, but what I'm receiving is still the, the essential light of Hashem Himself through these step-down lenses. And that should be impossible to do while somebody is alive, because physical life, physical presence, physical existence, is a oppositional idea to the Navua experience. So he really should die. Yet the fact that he's bonded with Hashem, that's what keeps him alive during that Navua experience. Yes. So is it fair to say that um, people that dream their slumber, their sleep is Navua-like? It's Navua-like, but it's not Navua. We had that that was earlier in this section. Remember, we discussed dreams. We said dreams are Navua-like, but not but not Navua-mamish. Not Navua-mamish. What differentiates that? Because it's in, essentially your your body is incapacitated, like you're having a seizure, plus you're seeing visions. Right. The difference is that you're not receiving the direct essential light of Hashem. You're you're you're, you're hanging out with other spiritual agents. That's the difference. Other malachim. Yeah. But we already discussed that Hashem never portrays the information directly. It's through malachim. There's there's two different ideas. One is who am I bonding with, and the other is how am I making that bonding experience? Navua is you're bonding with God, God's essence itself. In dreams, you're never doing that. Okay. Even though, even when Navua, you're bonding with God's essence itself, that does have to be stepped down in order for you to be able to handle it, but even after it's stepped down, it's God himself. Because in a dream, it's not God himself ever. It's demons, angels, all kinds of things, whatever you're bumping into over there. Santa Claus, probably not Santa Claus. So, Santa Claus is uh, the other direction. So we, we never, so we never really elaborate on Rokhodesh. In Rokhodesh, you don't really have. We told that he's going to get back to Rokhodesh. We elaborate on all these things, but it's good that we keep keeping them fresh and active because we should. He's going to get back to Rokhodesh himself. We're going to okay. get back to Rokhodesh. Okay. Um, okay. Um, yeah, speaking of gigawatts, it said we're getting a message over here. One point two gigabytes or gigabytes of junk files are slowing you down. Okay, 1.21 gigawatts and 1.20 something gigabytes. That's, that's, that's prophetic. Something's going on over here. This is something something's happening this morning. Big things are happening. Um, so, um, ah, ah. Kumta Chais comes out, Rabbi Yisrael. Half of a fellow, an amazing idea over here that, that, that part and parcel of the prophetic experience, the Nebu experience, is that Baruch has to keep you alive during that experience because... You're, 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 you are achieving the unachievable, and it really is unachievable. The Navi really should die during the Vua. This is the Pshat, the Gemara Shabbos, famously we know, Chazal tell us, that, and, and he's going to get to this later in the Sefer, in the next parak. Klai Yisrael had mass prophecy by Har Sinai. Mass Navua. We heard the first two of the Ten Commandments directly from God. We had all 600,000 of us, mass Navua, everyone received this experience from HaKadosh Baruch himself. And Chazal tell us that after the first Dibur, everybody died. All of Klai Yisrael died. And there needed to be a Tchiyas HaMesim, a collective Tchiyas HaMesim. Hashem says the second Dibur, Thou shalt not have any other gods. Again, we all died. There had to be another Tchiyas HaMesim. At that point, Klai Yisrael said, Okay, you know, Moshe, maybe we'll hear the rest from you. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu went along with that. 
But after the first two dibrays that we heard from the Rebbeisham, there was there was Misa and Tchias Hamesim. But it's the same exact idea. It was an experience that was as such for an, a nation that wasn't ready for it, wasn't prepared for it, that it literally you know blew them out of their shoes, blew them out of their physical shoes. They all died because it was an experience that defied physical ex- existence, existentially. Prophecy, nevua, nevua state, and and physical life are in opposition, are atarti disaster, mutually exclusive. So the navi who's prepared for nevua will see a navi who works his way up there. So is it a place and a point that it that he 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 knows the art of nevua, he knows the system of nevua, and he's more, uh, more more trained in the experience. So he slips into it naturally in such a way that Hashem will sustain him. Hashem keeps him alive during the experience. Kleisel is caught unaware, unprepared. They are destroyed by the experience. Hashem has to revive them. This is portrays that Chazal, gives a whole new insight into that Chazal. And, and that's exactly what's going on over there by Harsinai. Even though we prepared for three days? We prepared for three days for Mat and Torah, yes. For Mat and Torah, but not, 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 not to be Nevi'im. Not to be Nevi'im. Yeah. Takes more than three days to become a navi. Okay. Um, so when we're talking about Harsina, we heard the first two commandments from God. That was also uh, from an angel. Is that directly from? That was directly from God. That's why everybody died. So technically, the six thousand people there were quote unquote Nevi'im because they had a, a connection. A direct connection to God. Yeah, direct connection to God. It's all six hundred thousand of us. Kleisel di- received direct prophecy for the first two of the ten commandments. Directly from God. Um, okay, so then this is again, but why the Navi, even though Navi's kept alive from Akash Baruch Hu, all of his senses are negated, all of his, he convulses, he trembles, he shakes, he quakes, and he goes into seizures because the physicality can't handle it. What doesn't mean it can't handle it, it is in opposition to it. It's an opposition to it. Um, yeah. Let's do a little bit more. Vihine. To the degree that a person's Hashem is able to have Debekus, is able to connect to the Kodesh Baruch Hu. It is part, going hand in hand with that experience, is an enlightenment, enlightenment, and percept clarity, breakthroughs in, 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 in perception that are also beyond the normal confines and limitations of standard perception, standard intelligence, standard, standard enlightenment that we a person has when he's not in a state of nevuah. Then from here on, this is we're going to get into a little bit of a tricky, tricky um, um, discussion over here a little bit. What that means. Um, yeah, to, to, to give to give the, the introduction of what we're what, what the Ramchal is going to uh, get into now, he's going to be describing, detailing, and differentiating between enlightenment that we have when we're not in a state of nevuah and enlightenment that we have when we're in a state of nevuah. Perception, understanding, haschala, grasping the concept when we're in a state of nevuah and grasping a concept when we're not in the state of nevuah, this is like a, a like a 
a kind of a big topic that we have to, pardon me, you know, kind of wrap our heads around. Um, so I think maybe we'll actually stop here for today because what we read till now is is an idea in of itself. What's going on during the state of Navua and why there's this collapse, why a Navi goes into seizures, why he convulses. Um, because, again, the Navua is Dveikos with Ruchnius, and that's, it, that's in direct opposition to any kind of Gashmi's existence. That's why the Navi collapses. That's why the Navi has to be kept artificially alive. It's a, there's a life support system coming out of Baruch, and that's why Klaiso died. I think that's a good stopping point for today and tomorrow. We will move on to uh, the, the final uh, discussion of this parrot, which is the difference between the comprehension that I get when I'm in a state of Navua and the comprehension that I get when I'm in a state of non-Navua. It's not just a quantitative difference. It's not just the difference in terms of the clarity and the accuracy mm-hmm. of the information, but qualitatively, it's different type of perception. The perception itself fundamentally differs from Navua and not Navua. We'll talk about that tomorrow.